a while. She'd only just joined the dating agency. The right man was probably in there somewhere. He'd just take time to come to the surface. In the meantime, her bedraggled and disgruntled customer had accumulated quite an armful of clothing. Why not leave all that other stuff here? No, it's all right. I might want to try all of them on too. Claire decided against drawing his attention to the notice above the counter, asking customers not to take more than three items into the changing room at a time. When he emerged, he was wearing not the dinner jacket he'd said he'd wanted to try, but a whole lot of other things. He looked really quite attractive in them. It certainly fitted extremely well. But it simply wouldn't do. I'm afraid if you want to buy those clothes, you'll have to take them all off. Oh, why? he asked archly. I don't know how much they cost. Oh, don't worry, I pulled off all the labels. Claire flinched. She really needed clothes and labels together, or it would take absolutely ages to ring them through the till. Don't tell me, he sighed. It's against the rules to wear the clothes you want to buy. You can only carry them home in the required plastic bags. She ignored this slur. It wasn't her place to argue with the customers. Give me the tickets and anything else you want to buy. I'll add it all up for you right now. Somewhat grudgingly, he went back into the changing room and brought back a pile of labels. She took out the pad and started making notes on the clothes. That's £55, she said, wanting to ask why he needed to buy so much at once. Customers were usually quite glad to chat, but not him. Fifty-five pounds? Good God! I won't have the DJ, then. Then it's forty-five pounds. The dinner jacket is quite cheap because it's rather an old-fashioned style. He frowned, looking at the dinner jacket as if taking this disparaging comment personally. So I owe you forty-five pounds? You do, she told him. She regarded him gravely. He was making no signs of paying. It was then she remembered he had been wearing shorts and a rugby shirt when he came in. You haven't got any money, have you? No, I mean, I have some. Well, 45 quid anyway. Just not on me. I don't suppose you can trust me until Monday. Claire took a deep breath, but didn't speak. She just shook her head. Does that mean I have to take off all these clothes? He asked after a few telling moments. He glanced at the window. The rain had increased. Claire found herself softening towards him. It would be horrible to have to go back out in only shorts and a rugby shirt. No, I'll lend you the money for the clothes you're wearing. You'll have to leave the others until Monday, I'm afraid. But you can't do that. Why should you stand the loss if I don't pay? He said quickly, more indignant than ever now she had offered to help him. It's a charity shop. I can't be charitable with their money, but surely I can choose to risk my own cash if I want to. I really don't think you should do that. The alternative is taking them all off again and going back out there. He shivered at the thought. Someone was supposed to give me a lift home, but they didn't turn up. Where do you live? Oh, not far, Littlethorpe. Oh, Littlethorpe was a charming little Cotswold village, 
but it was a good three miles from town. I really like walking, he said. But you've just run a marathon. Half marathon. She bit her lip. I'll give you a lift home. Then you can pay me back for the clothes. No, you can't do that. You're a single woman. You don't know me. How do you know I'm single? He picked up the pile of letters and the page of correspondence. You wouldn't join better dates if you weren't single. And I'm not sure it's a very good idea either. Everyone does it these days. It's very well regulated and perfectly safe. And I may be single, but I'm not a fool. I think I can spot an axe murderer at 20 paces. No, you can't. No one can. Anyone can be a psychopath these days. So, are you? She asked sweetly. No, as it happens, he answered. But you're not to know that. She shrugged and smiled.